Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Friday, December 15th, 2023. I'm Michael M. Hotep sitting in for Roland. Here's what's coming up on Roland Martin Unfiltered streaming live on the Black Star Network. A federal jury slaps a multi-million dollar judgment against Rudy Giuliani for defaming two black Georgia election workers. The Georgia woman found guilty of murder in the death of a hit and run driver in May 2019, learned her fate in court today. You'll show up... You, You'll show you, we'll show you what happened at her sentencing hearing. The attorney for the unarmed 11-year-old Mississippi boy, shot by a police officer, uh, will be here to discuss the grand jury clearing the officer of any wrongdoing. Why, why the body cam video is not being released and their $5 million lawsuit. The only Kentucky officer criminally, criminally charged in Breonna Taylor's death will be retried in federal court and will discuss a report claiming the nation's largest credit union rejected more than half its black conventional mortgage applicants. Navy Federal uh, Credit Union has some explaining to do. It's time to bring the funk on Roland Martin Unfiltered streaming live on the Black Star Network. Let's go. Hey,
A federal jury agreed that Rudy Giuliani should pay a pair of Georgia election workers he repeatedly and falsely accused of fraud $148 million in damages. After a four-day trial, the eight-person jury awarded Ruby Freeman and her daughter, Shea Moss, the multi-million dollar judgment. The pair testified how Rudy Giuliani's lies supporting former President Donald Trump's bogus stolen election claims subjected them to racist and violent threats, turning their lives upside down. I want to go to uh, one of my panelists today, uh, Jesse Hamilton McCoy, clinical professor of law, uh, supervising attorney, the Duke Law Civil, the Duke Law Civil Justice Clinic in Durham, North Carolina. Well, look, uh, attorney uh, McCoy, uh, I watched the uh, uh, verdict coverage on MSNBC today, and I was preparing for this show, and I was jumping for joy with this verdict of $148 million. It, this proves white supremacy does not pay. What is your legal analysis of this uh, verdict? Well, first and foremost, I'd like to thank you for having me on. Um, I, too, was uh, happy and jumping for joy because the, the depths of which Rudy Giuliani put these sisters through was uh, ridiculous. Uh, as we all know, there was an attempt by Giuliani to try to say that they somehow sabotaged the voting process in Georgia and, as a result, um, led to the orchestration of several different white supremacists and Trump-supporting groups and all sorts of things to uh, basically threaten these women with death. I think, uh, if I remember correctly, but leave to the point that they even had to relocate because yes. of the threats and the FBI communicating to them uh, that they were in serious danger. So we're dealing with people who have met every legal element of defamation. There's been a false statement that was published that destroyed their reputation in the community that they were in. Uh, we finally now are seeing them achieve at least the beginning stages of what should be recompense. And honestly, $148 million, that's not enough uh, for all the stuff that Rudy <laughs> Giuliani has put in. Well, we know um, Rudy Giuliani is facing dire financial uh, issues. He has his apartment, $6 million plus uh, 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 dollar apartment, uh, up for sale. Um, we know that he uh, uh, owes back legal fees as well. And uh, looking at the reporting from the New York Times, uh, Judge Barrow, a hall of the federal district court in Washington, D.C., had already ruled that Rudy Giuliani had defamed the two workers, Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss, two African-American women. And th they both testified at the January 6th hearing as well. We heard their, heard their riveting testimony that brought tears to my eyes as well as the son of a black mother who taught me to vote and our father taught us to vote as well. The jury had been asked to decide only the amount of the damages. The jury awarded Ms. Freeman and Mr. Moss a combined $75 million, uh, Mr. Uh, Ms. Freeman and Ms. Moss a combined $75 million in punitive damages. It also ordered Rudy, Rudy Giuliani to pay compensatory damages of $16.2 million to Ms. Freeman and $16.9 million to Ms. Moss, as well as $20 million to each of the them for emotional suffering. So, uh, uh, attorney, can you explain to uh, us in the in the um, the viewers watching the difference between compensatory damages and punitive damages? Absolutely. So, compensatory damages are designed to what we call make the uh, complainant whole. 
Um, these are damages that you typically have already experienced out of pocket, uh, which we are, are contrasting to punitive damages, which are additional damages that a judge can allow if they believe that the tortfeasor's uh, uh, act was of a particular instance to be uh, increasingly reckless uh, and done for malicious intent. Uh, and so as a result, what the judge is saying by issuing this kind of uh, uh, symphony of damages is that not only do we want to make these women whole again to the best extent that a court can, but they also want to make sure that Rudy Giuliani fills it in his pocket to know what he did was wrong. And I'd just like to add to this, I mean, we have to remember, too, that during the course of this trial, not the defamation didn't stop with the actions before the trial. He actually went out in the trial in the press conference and continued to defame uh, these women. So I, I think it's it's one of those situations where the judge is trying to uh, exact every piece of uh, a an award that she can to ensure that these women are are brought back and receive some kind of justice. All right. Well, I want to uh, bring to uh, the discussion our uh, second panelist today, a phenomenal woman in her own right, a fan favorite, fan favorite here on Roller Martin Unfiltered, Dr. Avis Jones de Weaver, political analyst out of National Harbor, Maryland. So, Avis, it's good to see you again. Um, what did you make of today's verdict? And did you see Rudy Giuliani after the uh, verdict was read outside the court uh, trying to make excuses? Oh, my God. First of all, it's great to see you in the host chair, my man. Wonderful to be here. Um, oh, thank you. I have to, sure. I have to say, I did see the clown show that he put on outside of the courthouse. And uh, it, is, um, it is amazing to me uh, how this man can be the coward that he is, not take the stand, not say anything in the courtroom to his own defense, but come out on the court steps and lie like a rug sit there and say, I wasn't able to present any evidence. Uh, I can't wait until this gets to another court because this was a huge injustice. The man is right. lying, lying, lying. So though he wants to play towards uh, the sort of fantasy world of the true believers in the Trump universe, the bottom line is the, the law of the land has ruled in the direction. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Action of the sisters that who he damaged and he deserves uh, this this large ruling in their favor. He needs to pay every damn dime or as much as they can get from him. Uh, absolutely. Now, I don't think they're going to get much from uh, uh, broke Rudy <laughs> Giuliani. I don't think they're going to get much. But this proves that white supremacy does not pay. This proves there are consequences. I'm coming back to you here in uh, just a minute, Attorney McCoy. But I saw uh, Ruby Freeman uh, preach a sermon outside of court today after the verdict was read. If, if anybody missed that, just Google Rudy, uh, Ruby Freeman and, and, listen, and listen to the sermon that she preached. But she said, today's a good day. Uh, Ms. Ruby Freeman told reporters after the jury delivered uh, its determination, adding that no amount of money would give her and her daughter Shea Moss back what they lost to the abuse they suffered after uh, Rudy Giuliani falsely accused them of manipulating the vote count. Now, for those that don't remember, don't follow the minutia of politics, Rudy Giuliani helped lead Donald Trump's effort to remain in office, basically overthrow the government. After his defeat in the 2020 election, he was defiant after the proceeding. He said, quote, I don't regret a damn thing, end quote. He said outside of the courtroom, suggesting that he would appeal the that he appealed and that he stood by his assertions about these two African-American women. Um, Attorney McCoy, there's a history of white supremacists intimidating African-Americans, attacking African-Americans. We look at the fall of Reconstruction with the Compromise of 1877, preceded by political violence to keep us from voting. Talk for a minute about the irony that these Georgia election workers helped to expose what Rudy Giuliani and others were doing. And there's a history of voter suppression against African Americans in Georgia. Keep in mind, Senate Bill 201 was the first Senate bill that passed the state legislature, state legislature signed into law by a governor. And that became a boilerplate for other, especially Southern states, to do the same thing, pushing the big lie. Talk about that for a minute, please. Well, one of the things that we have to kind of step back in time and remember is that for so long, Georgia had historically gone red. And yes. what we saw in this election was that there was a sweeping change uh, with the addition of other candidates who were uh, congressional candidates uh, and with the push in trying to organize folks largely in the metropolitan areas. However, Georgia has done everything, including, and this is under the operation of, I believe, a Republican uh, running their Board of Elections, uh, they have done everything they can to prove to the world over and over and time and time again that their elections were above board. Uh, we've heard everything from the voicemails uh, regarding 
uh, leaving leaving voicemails for the head of the Board of Elections to try to get him to change the voting process. We've heard intimidation tactics uh, by, by members of Congress to people right. in Georgia. And we've heard Giuliani now go out and say that these two women specifically were responsible for somehow impacting uh, the vote just because essentially they didn't like the result that the vote continued to uphold regardless of the number of recounts that were held in Georgia. So it is an opportunity uh, from, from that position to try to diminish yes. the voting power and intimidate uh, minorities from going out to exercise their right. But at the same time, I'm glad that these two women were able to stand firm and that Georgia had enough safeguards to be able to show that their election was fair and above board. Absolutely. And the control room is telling me that we have the comments from uh, Lady Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss. Let's go to those comments, please. Here is Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss. It looks like they are going to make their way up to the mic here, uh, Jeff. Uh, okay, let's listen in. Ms. Freeman and Ms. Moss are going to give a brief statement, and they won't be taking any questions after. Thank you. My name is Shay Moss. I spent 10 years as an election worker in Fulton County, Georgia. The lies Rudy Giuliani told about me and my mommy after the 2020 presidential election have changed our lives. And the past few years has been devastating. The flame that Giuliani lit with those lies and passed to so many others to keep that flame blazing changed every aspect of our lives. Our homes, our family, our work, our sense of safety, our mental health, and we're still working to rebuild. As we move forward and continue to seek justice, our greatest wish is that no one, no election worker or voter or school board member or anyone else ever experiences anything like what we went through. You all matter and you are all important. We hope no one ever has to fight so hard just to get your name back. We're very grateful to the jury for taking the time out of their busy lives to do their civic duty, to listen to everything that we've been going through. I know I won't be able to retire from my job with the county like my grandmother did, but I hope by us taking these steps these very big steps towards justice that I can make her justice proud. Thank you. Good evening, everyone. I am Lady Ruby. Today's a good day. A jury stood witness to what Rudy Giuliana did to me and my daughter and held him accountable, and for that I'm thankful. Today is not the end of the road. We still have work to do. Rudy Giuliani was not the only one who spread lies about us, and others must be held accountable too. But that is tomorrow's work. For now, I want people to understand this. Money will never solve all of my problems. I can never move back into the house that I called home. I will always have to be careful about where I go 
and who I choose to share my name with. I miss my home, I miss my neighbors, and I miss my name. I've heard some of you. Don't be sad for me. Don't waste your time being angry at those who did this to me and my daughter. We are more than conquerors. Pray for us as we continue to fight the good fight of faith. I tell my attorneys often, my friends say that God knew who to give this assignment to because if it had been them, they wouldn't have been able to go through this. God chose me to go through this because he knows that I would tell everyone whose path I cross about Jesus. I'm strong and my faith shall never waver. From day one, I said, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. If you remember one thing I say today, remember this. Faith is what carried us through the most difficult years of my life. And faith will carry you through hardships that you face in life. Understand that the devil is a liar. He is defeated and no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Trust that God will keep and protect you. Believe that right makes might because it does. I thank God that I'm not intimidated by no one or their lies. Give thanks that injustice always surrender in the glorious kingdom of God and that he will always lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Peace that surpasses all understanding. Thank you. Hi, everyone. All right. So like I said, Lady Ruby Freeman preached a sermon. Whatever religion you believe, the devil is a liar. Okay. And for all those that think your vote doesn't matter, why do white supremacists and many conservatives, Republicans work so hard to suppress our vote? We're going to wrap up this conversation. I want to get closing remarks very quickly here. First, Dr. Avis Jones DeWeaver. Yeah, I just want to say I'm so glad that um, this case was brought. I'm so glad that they got such a robust ruling. You're right. Rudy is broke as a, you know, a skunk at the moment. But the bottom line is that whatever he has, they should have it now. Uh, and the bottom line is that they deserve it. They were terrorized by these people and they still live yes. in fear. And so they deserve every last dime. Absolutely. And Attorney McCoy, you have the last word on this uh, subject. Well, I just want people to understand that you don't have to just take it if, if people are going out here and trying to defame you. And I also want people to understand that the fight is not over. Um, it, we're, we're glad that we've achieved this result uh, for these two sisters, but the fight is not over. And uh, yes. there are certainly a demographic of people out here who are... 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm still going to believe everything that Rudy Giuliani and people in that camp say. Absolutely, and they have to be defeated at the ballot box. Uh, this is Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. We'll be right back. Grow your business or career with Grow with Google's wide range of online courses, digital training, and tools. Gain in-demand job skills with flexible online training programs designed to put you on the fast track to jobs in high-growth fields. No experience is necessary. Learn at your own pace. Complete the online certificate program on your own terms. Stand out to employers, get on a path to in-demand jobs, and connect with top employers who are currently hiring. Take one professional career certificate program or all six. Earn a Google Career Certificate to prepare for a job in a high-growth field like data analytics, project management, UX design, cybersecurity, and more. All professional career certificate programs must be completed by December 31, 2024. Scan the QR code to complete the application. There are 1,000 scholarships available. Grow with Google and J. Hood and Associates. Be job ready and qualify for in-demand jobs. Hello, I'm Paula J. Parker. 
Trudy Proud on The Proud Family. I am Tommy Davidson. I play Oscar on Proud Family, Louder and Proud. Hi, I'm Joe Marie Payton, voice of Sugar Mama on Disney's Louder and Prouder, Disney Plus. And I'm with Roland Martin on Unfiltered. A Mississippi grand jury refused to charge the officer who shot an unarmed 11-year-old black boy in his home. The Sunflower County grand jurors did not find any criminal conduct of Sergeant Greg Capers during the May 20th incident where 11-year-old Adarian Murray was shot in the chest when the officer responded to a domestic dispute between the child's mother and her ex-boyfriend. The family attorney, Carlos Moore, is here to explain why the body cam video isn't being released and the grand jury's decision not to indict the officer. Uh, attorney Moore, thanks for joining, joining us again on Roland Martin Unfiltered. I remember before when you were on covering this case, and I remember being on Roland's show discussing this. Can you give us some insight into why the jury decided not to indict the officer for—well, well, first, how was it Darian doing one? Two, um, give us some insight into why the jury decided not to indict uh, the officer. Darren is doing somewhat better. He continues to get counseling on a weekly basis, but physically he has uh, recovered pretty much, and he is happy to be back in school with his classmates, and he is looking forward to enjoying the holidays uh, with his family because he knows that he could have met his maker in uh, May when this man, uh, Greg Caper, shot him recklessly. Yes. So the family was disappointed. The mother was almost inconsolable on uh, yesterday when she found out that the grand jury had returned a no true bill. Uh, I had to explain to her that there are two different standards in the criminal arena as versus the civil arena, which I'm handling. In the criminal arena, the prosecutor had to show that uh, this man intentionally shot um, a Darian. I believe he was reckless, but I do not believe he intended to shoot the child. I believe he intended to shoot an adult. How he got confused, I would never know. He was supposed to be a trained law enforcement officer, but I believe the grand jury decided that they thought he made a mistake versus intentionally shot this boy. Now, uh, in my recounting of this incident, uh, so this was a domestic dispute from my understanding. And if I remember when we talked about this uh, case before a few months ago, uh, the people inside of the home uh, were they ordered to come out and march out of the home? And then when Adarian came out, that's when he was shot? Is that what happened? Yes, he was ordered to come out with his hands up, and that's exactly what he did. And the officer shot him. I mean, as soon as he turned that corner, the officer shot the young boy, and the boy's hands were up just as he said. There, were, there was nothing in his hands that could have been confused as a gun, nothing whatsoever. His hands were up. So we do not know how this officer made this drastic mistake. We believe he shot first, and then he looked and realized who he shot. Okay. Now, um, did the officer testify or enter any statements into why he shot Adarian? Grand jury proceedings are, are private, so I was not privy to right. what went on in the grand jury. So I don't know if they called the officer live, if they showed the video, or what they showed to the grand jurors. All we know is that whatever that was showed was not sufficient enough for them to decide if there was probable cause that he committed the crime of aggravated assault. Interestingly enough, had my client died, I do believe he would have been uh, indicted for culpable negligence manslaughter. But since my client lived, uh, there's a loophole uh, and there is really no other crime besides aggravated assault for which he could have been charged. Uh, and aggravated assault uh, requires intent uh, to shoot. Right. 
Right. Okay. Right. Uh, grand jury hearing. Okay. So now also at issue is that the body cam footage has not been released publicly. Um, and uh, Adarian's mother wants the body cam footage uh, released publicly. So what is the delay in getting that body camera footage released? The city of Indianola has asked the federal court to uh, seal the, um, the video from public uh, display. Uh, they say that the video is too graphic. It identifies a minor and they don't think it should be released. Um, Ms. Murray, my client, uh, has asked for it to be released. Uh, she's seen it, I've seen it, and we believe that the public deserves a right uh, to see for itself what this officer did uh, to this young boy and decide if it was justified or not. Right, uh, and I'm going to go to my panel here in just a minute, but uh, in the case when you have video of a minor being shot, can't they blur out the minor's face? Uh, I mean, is it, isn't that something that, that can be done to, to hide the identity, if they want to hide the identity um, of the minor? But at the same time, in reports, we know his name. We've seen uh, his face in interviews. So um, does that make any uh, sense where they're saying, well, it's a minor involved? It makes no sense at all. People across the country and around the world already know his name. He's been on CNN and uh, Good Morning America. So people have seen him and they know his name and the family is not objecting. Uh, his mother, who is his uh, guardian, has not objected to his, his picture or face being identified. She's even said that if it had to be blurred, she's fine with that to protect his identity. Uh, but the city, um, for whatever reason, uh, does not want this video released. Had my client shot the officer, I would believe the right. city would want it released. Uh, so I don't see any difference here. We believe that the uh, video should be released. We are appealing the magistrate judge's opinion to the district court judge, uh, Deborah Brown. She was appointed by President Obama during the Obama years, and we are uh, appealing his, the magistrate judge's opinion uh, to the district court judge. Okay. Uh, I want to go to my panel on this, and I want to start with uh, uh, Attorney Jesse Hamilton McCoy. Uh, do you have a, uh, a question for Attorney Carlos Moore, uh, Attorney McCoy? Yes. Well, I'm, I'm just curious kind of about the history of policing in this city. Uh, is, is this something that you have seen uh, often by way of uh, them not re revealing the uh, video footage? No, I'm quite surprised uh, that they came up with this. Uh, I was not expecting them to try to say that they cared more about my client's child than she does. I mean, she's the mother. Uh, if they were trying to do what's in the best interest of my client, they would not have the officer shoot. They, they would not have had um, an officer that's scared as born in fight of his own shadow and shot my, my client recklessly. So that would have been in the best interest to keep him from being shot. But now they're saying they want to protect my client from the release, and we're not asking for that. Okay. Uh, okay. Thank you, Attorney McCoy. Uh, I want to go to uh, Dr. Avis Jones DeWeaver. Dr. DeWeaver, did you have a question for Attorney Moore? Yeah. Attorney Moore, I mean, you know they lying, right? I mean, Clearly, that's not the reason that they don't want to release that video footage. Um, they know that it implicates this behavior as being minimally negligent. Um, worst case scenario, completely evil, uh, shooting a child. Uh, and so my question to you is, um, what's the next step? Is there going to be any civil action taken? Yes, we filed a federal civil lawsuit at the end of May. That lawsuit is still proceeding, and we will file a, a state court complaint for 
the reckless actions of uh, Greg Murray, excuse me, Greg Capers, uh, next month in January. So there will be two lawsuits, one in state court and one in federal court that will proceed simultaneously. And we expect to get justice for this family. And they will never be able to explain to any judge or jury uh, how this cop could shoot an unarmed 11-year-old boy who looks like the kid that he is. He does not appear to be a man in no shape, form, or fashion. Okay, thank you, uh, Dr. Uh, Avis Jones de Weaver. Uh, uh, Attorney Moore, just a couple of quick questions here. Um, oftentimes, when we see police shootings, e e even egregious police shootings, where we uh, assume that uh, there was recklessness involved, the police unions often come out and defend the police officers. In this case of uh, Officer Greg Capers, has any police union come out to defend his actions? No, uh, we have not heard from any police union that has defended him. The only person that I've heard defend him is his lawyer. And he says that it was not intentional. Uh, but that, you don't get a free pass because it was not intentional. This boy came within an inch of losing his life. He was shot in the chest, collapsed lung, right. fractured ribs, lacerated liver. This boy uh, deserves better, and the city needs to pay for what this officer did. Absolutely. And lastly, how is Nicola's, uh, how, how is Adarian's mother, Nicola Murray, uh, doing? She is doing better now. Yesterday was very hard for her. Uh, when I spoke with her, I could barely hear what she was saying. She was inconsolable and just crying, could not believe that uh, a jury of her peers, grand jurors in that same county that she lived, would let this man get away uh, with uh, what she believed and will always believe was aggravated assault. Absolutely. Well, look, uh, Attorney Carlos Moore, thanks for coming back to Roland Martin Unfiltered uh, to update us on uh, what's going on. And um, we hope you're also successful in any civil uh, litigation, civil action in this case as well. Okay. All right. Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you, sir. Roland Martin Unfiltered will be right back after this break. You're watching the Black Star Network. I'm Dee Barnes, and on the next Frequency, Professor Janelle Hobson joins us to talk about hip-hop and its intersection with feminism and racial equality, plus her enlightening work with Ms. Magazine and how the great Harriet Tugman connects with women in hip-hop. So it was not hard for me to go from Harriet Tubman to hip-hop, honestly, because it is a legacy of, of Black women's resistance and Black women supporting our communities. That's what Harriet Tubman did. That's on the Frequency on the Black Star Network. the brand new work of Professor Angie Porter, which, simply put, is a revolutionary reframing of the African experience in this country. It's the one legal article everyone, and I mean everyone, should read. Professor Porter and Dr. Valethea Watkins, our legal roundtable team, join us to explore the paper that I guarantee is going to prompt a major aha moment in our culture. You crystallize it by saying, who are we to other people? Who are African people to others? Governance is our thing. 
who are we to each other? The structures we create for ourselves, how we order the universe as African people. That's next on The Black Table, here on The Black Star Network. Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm Devon Franklin. It is always a pleasure to be in the house. You are watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. Stay right here. With respect to count one, malice murder, the court will impose a sentence of life with the possibility of parole. With respect to count two, felony murder, that will merge into count one and is dismissed as a matter of law. With respect to count three, aggravated assault, that merges into counts one and two. With respect to count four, felony murder, that merges into count one and it is dismissed as a matter of law. With respect to count five, the false imprisonment uh, verdict, the court imposes a sentence of eight years consecutive. With respect to count six, possession of a firearm during the commission of a felony, the court imposes a sentence of five years that will run consecutive uh, to the underlying sentence. Count seven and eight will merge into count six. So the court's total sentence is life with the possibility of parole plus eight years consecutive on the false imprisonment and five years consecutive on the possession of firearm during the commission of a felony. And that is the court sentence. A Clayton County, Georgia judge delivers the life delivers the life with the possibility of parole to enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Anna Haynes, the woman who chased down and killed 67-year-old Kenneth Herring after a hit-and-run accident in 2019. Prosecutors say Herring hit another car and drove off. uh, Payne followed Herring, confronted him, and shot him, ignoring the repeated orders from a a 911 operator not to pursue him. Defense attorneys say she was told to get his license plate number, so she followed him. They argued that he shot himself during a struggle with the gun. The jury found Payne guilty of all counts of malice, uh, of malice murder, felony murder, aggravated assault, false imprisonment, and possession of a firearm during the commission of a felony. I want to go to uh, my panel on this, and uh, I want to go to uh, Attorney McCoy uh, first, Attorney Jesse Hamilton McCoy. Uh, so uh, give us a, a legal analysis of this uh, uh, conviction in this case, please. Sure. Well, uh, malice murder was a, a term that was a little bit different from the, the categories of murder that I learned, but essentially it comes out to being the equivalent of a second-degree murder charge. Uh, and so she was found guilty of second-degree murder, uh, in a sense, and given life uh, with the possibility of parole. But the words that you never want to hear in criminal court are consecutive. And that's what we hear with the eight-year sentence and the five-year sentence. Consecutive means that they're going to be stacked. So if she were to qualify for parole, there will then be 13 years that she will have to serve uh, for those other two uh, charges. I think it was false imprisonment and the possession of the firearm charge. Um, And so this was, for her, a very bad day before the family uh, of of Ms. Heron, probably a very good day, uh, because they have been seeking justice. Uh, If you've been paying attention to the case, uh, a lot of people have commented about how the case didn't really make sense. It sounds like everybody gave her ample warning to not approach this person, to not try to have a confrontation. And despite all of the warnings, she decided to take the law into her own hands. And this is the result that happens when people do that. Absolutely. Um, you know, Avis, uh, when the 911 operator said, um, just get the license plate number, and apparently, Currently, uh, as evidence proved in this case, um, Hannah Haynes uh, followed uh, Kenneth Herring and then apparently shot him. This kind of reminds me of George Zimmerman when the, the same thing when when when, when the nine one one operator towards Zimmerman told Zimmerman we don't need you to do that. And Zimmerman said he was following Trayvon Martin. Give us give us your thoughts on this. Absolutely, I was thinking the same thing. This is several years later, but it's a very, very similar scenario to what happened to Trayvon Martin. And at the root of both of those is this 
um, belief in this country that uh, white people or people who at least identify as white in the George Zimmerman case um, uh, believe that they, they have dominion over black bodies. They believe that they don't have to hold themselves back in any way. They believe that people are they, they can order people around and tell them to stop and get in there literally in their personal space uh, and wreak violence on them and, not, and nothing will happen. Unfortunately, a lot of times that's true. Nothing will happen to them. Um, but thankfully this time, uh, the, 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 the pendulum of justice moved in a different direction than what we saw with George Zimmon and so many other examples. The other example that real quickly that comes to mind is just we're seeing a whole lot of white women in particular act out uh, in recent years that we're terming, terming as Karens, uh, being very violent, being very aggressive. We're seeing that a lot. And, and the, the difference here is that she had a firearm with her. And this yes. is another reason why um, everybody don't need to be going around with firearms, because people who cannot control their actions and people who have a sense of entitlement and believe that they have the right to wreak violence, particularly on black bodies without consequences, um, will act out in this manner. Unfortunately, a man's life is lost and can never be returned. But I, it's wonderful, at least, that his family is able to have justice, something that's been denied so many others. Absolutely. Uh, you know, this is really a tragedy um, over, you know, he didn't have to die over this. Um, get his license plate number, turn it over to the authorities. Don't take uh, the law into your own hands. But, but, but Attorney McCoy, um, oftentimes uh, African-Americans are blamed for their own deaths in uh, situations like this. I remember a uh, article from HuffingtonPost.com I use sometimes in lectures that I do, which talked about how uh, white victims, uh, how uh, white uh, suspects are treated better than black victims, okay? And it dealt with nationwide uh, news stories of how African-Americans who were the victim of violent crimes were often blamed for what happened to them. Here, uh, according to the article from WSBTV.com, um, the defense argued that uh, Kenneth Herring uh, shot himself during a struggle with the gun. Talk uh Talk a little bit about this uh, phenomenon of African-Americans who end up dead in situations like this being blamed for their own death. So this is very interesting only because, you know, there was video footage that was also introduced to show that she was the one who made the approach to the vehicle with her firearm. And yes, the defense's argument was that there was a struggle over the firearm and that somehow Mr. Herring uh, ended up shooting himself. Uh, there was also some forensics that were uh, the, a forensic expert that testified as to the double latch that would need that would require two hands in order to release and kind of uh, kind of died down some of the the uh, argument that defense was trying to make. But I, I think you're right. I think it's common that people are used to a system that is going to envelope whiteness in the sense to allow whiteness to have you know either through tears or through just, you know, an, a, a tacit understanding, um, an ability to escape accountability for 
the actions and criminality that they engage in, particularly against the black community. And I'm just uh, happy that in this case it didn't work out. I also think it's very ironic that the person who was giving her the time was also an African-American judge, which I think also explains some of the importance of uh, people being involved in the system. Absolutely, because judges are either voted into office or they're appointed by governors or they're appointed by presidents, uh, like federal judges, and then confirmed by the U.S. Senate. Uh, very quickly, before we go to break, Attorney McCoy, you mentioned the term double latch. Can you talk to us, explain briefly to us, maybe 30 seconds to a minute, what that is, double latch? So my understanding is that there was a double safety system on the firearm itself, and that in okay. order to release the two safety systems so that the firearm could dislodge, you would need two hands to do it. Okay. All right. Thank you for that uh, clarification. Roland Martin Unfiltered will be right back here on the Black Star Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hatred on the streets, a horrific scene, a white nationalist rally that descended into deadly violence. White people are losing their damn minds. 
As an angry pro-Trump mob storms the U.S. Capitol, we're about to see the rise of what I call white minority resistance. We have seen white folks in this country who simply cannot tolerate black folks voting. I think what we're seeing is the inevitable result of violent denial. This is part of American history. Every time that people of color have made progress, whether real or symbolic, there has been what Carol Anderson at Emory University calls white rage as a backlash. This is the rise of the Proud Boys and the Boogaloo Boys. America, there's going to be more of this. Here's all the Proud Boys, guys. This country is getting increasingly racist in its behaviors and its attitudes because of the fear of white people. The fear that they're taking our jobs, they're taking our resources, they're taking our women. This is white fear. live from LA and this is the culture the culture is a two-way conversation you and me we talk about the stories politics the good the bad and the downright ugly so join our community every day at 3 p.m. Eastern and let your voice be heard hey we're all in this together so let's talk about it and see what kind of trouble we can get into it's the culture weekdays at 3 only on the Black Star Network Bruce Smith, creator and executive producer of The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder, and you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. Federal prosecutors in Kentucky say they intend to retry former Louisville officer Brett Hankinson for his role in the 2020 death of Breonna Taylor. A judge declared a mistrial in November after the jury de deliberated for several days but could not reach a unanimous decision. Former officer Brett Hankinson fired 10 shots the night of the deadly raid but did not strike anyone. His shots went into Breonna Taylor's apartment and into a neighboring unit where a child was sleeping. This new trial will be the third attempt to prosecute Hankinson for his actions on March 13, 2020, during the botched raid that left Breonna Taylor dead. He was acquitted last year on state charges of wanton endangerment for shooting into Breonna Taylor's window and a glass patio door. U.S. District Judge Rebecca Grady Jennings set a tentative trial date for October 2024. And I want to go to uh, uh, Attorney uh, McCoy here uh, first uh, on this. So we, we remember that um, Attorney General, uh, State's Attorney General in Louisville, Kentucky, Daniel Cameron, uh, did not prosecute um, uh, officers for the actual death of Breonna Taylor. Here we see in uh, this case uh, a hung jury, and we see that uh, Officer Brett Hankinson is going to be retried. So what are your thoughts on, on this case from a legal perspective? So from a legal perspective, I think that we were all dismayed uh, initially at the state level uh, with A.G. Cameron and his decision not to prosecute. Uh, obviously, there was a police action that resulted in the death of Breonna Taylor, and obviously the community wanted some, some change and at least accountability 
uh, from the police department in the form of criminal charges. Uh, and yet, and still, we didn't get it. Uh, the federal case is an attempt to try to protect uh, the civil rights and try to enforce the fact that her civil rights were, in fact, violated. The problem, though, is that with this particular officer, uh, if we're saying that the, the bullets from this particular officer weren't the ones that killed Breonna Taylor, essentially what they are trying to seek is uh, a, a punishment for his endangerment or what could have happened as a result of him acting in what may be deemed to be a reckless capacity by shooting within a house, shooting, I think, the bullets that traveled through to an adjacent apartment. Um, and it seems like for the last time when they tried to do this at the federal level, uh, the jury was, was hung on this and declared ultimately a mistrial. Uh, we don't know the composition as far as who was for and who was against, but we do know on that jury there was at least one uh, black juror and that there was a question that was submitted by the jury last time to ask what would happen if they can't reach a uh, unanimous decision. And they were told that, you know, you just keep trying. And they tried and were at an impasse. So we are hoping that this will be another opportunity for uh, some kind of uh, uh, standard to be established that hopefully will do something to uh, adhere to Breonna Taylor's legacy. Okay, thank you. And I'm going to come back to you with another question, but I want to go to Dr. Avis Jones, the Weaver. So, um, Avis, uh, first of all, this was federal prosecution. Uh, we know that the um, attorney general, that, that the Merrick Garland Department of Justice has uh, reinstituted the investigations into the patterns and practices of police departments and has been going after uh, prosecuting uh, police officers as well as prison guards, et cetera. It's totally different than the Donald Trump Department of Justice. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, this decision to retry uh, Officer Hankinson? Well, I'm, I'm glad that that is going to happen because um, it didn't have to. Uh, and so I'm really glad that uh, the this department, this Justice Department, is saying that we are going to keep trying to get justice for Brianna and her family. Uh, the fact of the matter is, we cannot lose sight of the fact that this was a completely innocent woman. Uh, let's also remember that she was someone who was work, an essential worker during the pandemic. She was out here doing, you know, saving people's lives. And yes. here she is trying to sleep in her own home when she is gunned down in a barrage of bullets uh, based on incompetence at minimum, okay? Completely no reason why she should not be alive today. And so the fact that this could happen uh, that the police could act so brazenly uh, around not only her, but as he mentioned, her neighbor and, and her boyfriend. I mean, it was just a tremendously violent act uh, to right. to make for, for that to happen and for no one to pay any price for that legally uh, is is a tremendous injustice. So I'm so happy that uh, at least there's going to be another attempt to make sure that justice does indeed prevail in this case. Absolutely. Now, uh, Attorney McCoy, so the uh, narcotics investigation and uh, this um, attempt to serve a search warrant that ended up taking the life of uh, Breonna Taylor is described as a botched narcotics investigation. And although seven officers were on the scene to serve the search warrant, only three fired their guns. Um, the charges against Officer Hankinson uh, were violating 
uh, Breonna Taylor's civil rights, as well as those of her boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, and three neighbors. Uh, the federal government contended that Officer Hankinson uh, willfully used unconstitutional excessive force while his uh, defense attorneys argued his actions were justified based on his perception that he was saving his fellow officers' lives. When it comes to the federal government, they, um, based upon limitations, they can uh, file charges based upon violating someone's civil rights. Can you talk about, uh, for a minute, the standard that has to be proved, the elements that have to be proved when it comes to uh, violation of civil rights. Because from my understanding, you have to prove willful intent, that someone willfully intended to deprive someone of the civil rights, as opposed, as opposed to just proving that they did violate someone's civil rights. Can you talk about that for a minute, please? So what, what I will say is I am primarily a housing attorney, so this is a little outside of my scope. Oh, okay. But ordinarily, when, when we're dealing with any kind of civil rights case, we're dealing with state action that we uh, believe has created a violation of someone's uh, uh, civil rights. And uh, what we're saying in this case, ultimately, is the fact that this officer, because we know that he was part of this uh, investigation, part of this uh, attempt to enter and breach into Breonna Taylor's household, and that he also was one of the officers who did, in fact, fire his uh, sidearm into the house, uh, these were these would constitute violations of her right to be in her house safely, her, her civil rights. Um, and so I, I think that ultimately there's going to have to be an assessment of whether or not this particular officer, um, I'm, I'm not sure what the defense's argument has been up to this point, uh, but there's got to be an assessment as to whether or not what he did was reasonable police activity uh, in, in trying to execute this warrant. And I think that's going to be a very difficult standard to prove. Okay, a absolutely. Uh, but at the same time, you know, Avis, if 16.9 um, million African Americans did not vote for Joe Biden and uh, Kamala Harris, you would not have these prosecutions. You would not have uh, the Department of Justice going after uh, arresting over a thousand uh, alleged domestic terrorists who tried to overthrow the government, uh, getting plea deals or convictions and 600-plus uh, of them, uh, also going after uh, prison guards, et cetera, as we've talked about here on Roland Martin Unfiltered. Um, and then 150 uh, federal judges confirmed also uh, under Joe Biden as well. Talk about, for a quick minute, uh, how we should proceed when it, we go into 2024 presidential election and people are comparing um, one political party to another and what has been accomplished uh, these first two or almost three years of the Biden-Harris administration. Right. I think people need to remember that you're not just voting for the individual at the top of the ticket. You're not just voting for the president and vice president, that team. You're voting for everything that happens as a result of the change of an administration. What type of people will they appoint to different positions? What's going to be their policy priorities? What are going to be those policies that they no longer care about or that they want to completely eliminate altogether? You want to think about the broader agenda and compare that when you're making these voting decisions. And so, as you mentioned, uh, the difference between a Joe Biden Department of Justice and a Donald Trump Department of Justice is night and day. People might forget one of the very first things that Donald Trump did when he came into office 
was to eliminate, completely defund a program that was in place uh, under the uh, Obama administration that was specifically meant to root out and, in essence, destroy white supremacist organizations. Yes. Like, that was one of his first acts as president of the United States. So I mm -hmm. wish people would stop romanticizing um, that period as if it was something that, oh my goodness, that we just like him because he's strong, okay? Think about what that means. And also think about what happened during his presidency. Now, after he did that, and also I think riled up with his, the messages in his campaign, we have seen a record increase in the number of white supremacist organizations in this nation. He, he's making the racist feel very, very comfortable, okay, and aggressive. Is it any wonder why we're having Karens go out here and shoot people, right? So I, I'm just saying that the, the implications of your vote is much bigger than any slogan. It's much bigger than any cute pat, okay? It is about all of the various things that will happen, not to mention Supreme Court justices that will be there for the rest of their freaking lives. And if you think they're going to stop by rolling back abortion rights, I have to tell you, I have a bridge I'd like to sell you because they're not stopping there. They're going to keep going. Absolutely. And they were able to uh, um, repeal Roe versus Wade or do away with Roe versus Wade because of the three Supreme Court justices that Donald Trump got uh, confirmed uh, through the uh, U.S. Senate that Mitch McConnell controlled. And mm -hmm. those justices came from lists coming from the Heritage Foundation and the Fairless Society. I'm coming to you, Attorney McCoy, to wrap up this segment. But for everybody who's confused, I encourage you, you hear me talk about this document at whitehouse.gov uh, many times. I'm on here. Fact sheet, the Biden-Harris administration advances equity and opportunity for black Americans and communities across the country. It's a 36-page document that breaks down how these policies are benefiting the African-American community. Talk uh, uh, for a minute or two, Attorney McCoy, about the importance of federal judges. In the 2016 presidential election, I heard many people who were voting for Donald Trump, many Republicans say that this election is about the U.S. Supreme Court and the federal bench, and these are lifetime appointments. Donald Trump got 226 federal judges confirmed, and these were judges that came from lists submitted to him from the Heritage Foundation and the Fairless Society. Talk about the importance of this. So I, I just wanted to reiterate the fact that voting is important for all of the reasons that you all mentioned. But with federal judges, one of the things that people on the outside of the industry don't always understand is that they are lifetime appointments and that federal judges wield a vast array of power and oftentimes are going to be appointed because of a political commitment or a position that they have taken historically through the judgments and um, the the orders and verdicts that they have issued along the way. So if you are against some of the social issues that that presidential candidate is running on, um, the likelihood is that if you do not exercise your right to vote and that person wins, they're going to install judges who are going to share that same uh, viewpoint. And I think we've already seen that happening. On top of that, you know, these judges, because it's a lifetime position, it takes years, usually decades, to get cases up to the Supreme Court to change things. And with a stroke of a pen, those things can change the landscape of the law in general. So it is vastly important for people to be engaged, not just because we say so, but because you need to look around and see what has been the results of your vote up to this point. And I won't even stop at just the federal level. I think that yes. in many ways, state and local politics are even more important because you need to know 
who are going to be the people that are going to be leading your society or your community or your state uh, when it comes to many of the powers which the federal government has not reserved for the federal government. So um, all these things are vastly important, and I think they go kind of unaccounted for just because people don't traditionally see federal judges' names on the ballot. Absolutely. While I'm a bill on Capitol Hill, we need Schoolhouse Rock 2023 Civic 101. <laughs> you're, you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. We'll be right back. I'm Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach. And on the next Get Wealthy, what do the ultra wealthy know that most of us don't? Well, the truth is that there is financial exclusion. And unfortunately, far too many black folks haven't had access to this knowledge. And that's exactly what we're gonna talk about on our next Get Wealthy with Melinda Hightower, a banker who's doing something to share exactly what you need to do to make it into the high net worth status. They weren't just saving just to save, they were saving for a purpose. That's right here on Get Wealthy with me, America's Wealth Coach, only on Black Star Network. On the next A Balanced Life with me, Dr. Jackie, how big a role does fear play in your life? Your relationship to it and how to deal with it can be the difference between living a healthy life, a balanced life, or a miserable one. Whenever the power of fear comes along, you need to put yourself in that holding pattern and breathe, examine, find out if there's something that your survival instinct requires you to either fight or take flight. Facing your fears and making them work for you instead of against you. That's all next on A Balanced Life on Black Star Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it, your moment. 
This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Farquhar, executive producer of Proud Family. You're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. According to a CNN report, the nation's largest credit union has the most significant loan approval gap between black and white applicants among the top 50 lenders nationwide. The report reveals that Navy Federal Credit Union approved more than 75 percent of the white borrowers who applied for a, con for a new conventional home purchase mortgage in 2022. The bank, which lends to military service members and veterans, based on the data in CNN's findings, showed African-American mortgage applicants were twice as likely to be denied as white applicants. Navy Federal spokesperson Bill, per Bill Pearson says the CNN report does not accurately reflect the company's practices. Now, I, I want to go to you uh, first with, with this story, uh, Attorney Jesse uh, Hamilton-McCoy, because I know you do with housing. And this is a story I, I submitted uh, to Carol, uh, the producer of the show, that I wanted to talk about today. Uh, oftentimes, uh, I remember back uh, April 4th, 2018, there was, if I remember correctly, it was a Gallup poll that came out. Now, this was the 60th anniversary of the assassination of Dr. King. And uh, the poll stated that 40 percent of white Americans believed that African Americans could be equally as successful as white people if we just tried harder if we just tried harder. And uh, going into the 2024 presidential election, you have people who think racism doesn't exist or that white people are the biggest victims of racism. Talk about what a study like this means and how it impacts uh, African-American generational wealth. So we have to understand that housing and home ownership is the main catapult into entering middle-class society and to any kind of income elevation. So by restricting access for people to be able to go and secure housing, you are setting back not just the person who's seeking the housing, but generations uh, that can achieve wealth as those uh, how, as the homes purchased increase in value over time. But the, the main thing I got from learning about this story is, like, are we surprised? This, this isn't something new that just happened today. This is something that's been happening historically. Uh, and the fact that that's the reason why we have federal law that is trying to try to, uh, to, to, to make parity amongst this, but it's not a shock. Um, I think that one of the things that 
the, the Navy credit union maybe looks at a little bit differently is that because it's a credit union, I think we gave them a false sense of security. We felt like, okay, it's a credit union. It's not one of the traditional big banks that we would expect to engage in this kind of behavior. And maybe because of that, it'll be more equitable. However, what we are seeing in these numbers doesn't necessarily reflect that same degree of uh, uh, equity. And it looks like this is a continuation of processes that have happened before. The fact that their gap between white um, applicants and black applicants is so large, especially compared to the bigger banks, uh, does raise cause for concern. And I know that a Navy Federal can have spokespeople who will say it's not an accurate reflection of what their practices are and doesn't take into account other factors such as credit score. But it looks like on the CNN um, app, uh, the CNN article, that they did factor in the credit scores and they did still have this huge disparity in the number of people who were approved. Um, I think the other thing that was telling about the article was when people find out that they aren't approved. So it wasn't that people found out initially as soon as they applied. It was usually right before they were getting ready to close on the house, which is probably the worst time to find out that your mortgage didn't go through. Uh, and what that does, particularly in a market that is increasing in value, means that if you have to go back out here and find another bank, and all of them seem to find another bank within two weeks, well, the value of that home may have gone up because there may have been additional offers that increased in value on that home. Right. So now you may be taking out a larger loan. So it's all kind of part and parcel to barriers to home ownership and thus barriers to creating that generational wealth. All right, thank you. Um, um, Avis, the article goes on to say the disparity remains even among white and black applicants who had similar incomes and debt-to-income ratios. Notably, Navy Federal approved a slightly higher percentage of applications for white borrowers making less than $62,000 a year than it did of African-American borrowers making $140,000 or more a year. So much for uh, all you need to do is work harder. Now, a deeper statistical analysis performed by CNN found that African-American applicants to Navy Federal were more than twice as likely to be denied as white applicants even when more than a dozen different variables, including income, debt-to-income debt ratio, property value, down payment percentage, and neighborhood characteristics were the same. Uh, Avis, um, you've been helping African-Americans uh, start businesses, grow their businesses, build generational wealth, et cetera. Uh, give us your, your take on uh, this study and uh, uh, what it means. Absolutely. And even before that, I was uh, part of the Ford Foundation's Closing the Racial Wealth Gap Initiative. And so this work around uh, access to housing is a huge one, as was mentioned, um, because access to home ownership is a big variable when we talk about uh, the wealth gap that exists. Right now, whites typically have about 10 times the wealth as a typical uh, black family. And a big chunk of that has to do with the wealth that people can amass over through home ownership and be able to pass down that level of wealth from one generation to the next. So what we're seeing here is just another example of, in essence, I would call the black tax. I mean, we pay more for things uh, and on the, on, in one direction. We pay more for things oftentimes than our white counterparts. I would argue oftentimes we will pay more for car insurance. We'll pay more for lots of sort of things like that. Um, yes. But in addition to that, we're less likely to gain access to wealth acquisition vehicles like home ownership. 
I've seen other studies that have shown even steering by sometimes real estate agents who are less likely to show black cu customers who would qualify uh, to purchase a home in a certain area, one would think, given the, the statistics, are less likely to show them those homes that might be in what they see as being a largely white neighborhood. I mean, this is a, a problem that we've had in this country for years, and it's very disturbing uh, that this particular finding would come out with this specific credit union that I think a lot of people would have expected more from, number one, because it's a credit union, number one, number two, because it's a very popular credit union. Uh, and then when you see the, 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 just the huge disparity uh, in the income, it almost makes me think about the fact that, uh, you know, another sort of uh, disparity, if you think about the fact that, uh, you know, white, black women, for example, tend to have to make, uh, earn, uh, almost a PhD before they make on par with their, in terms of their wages as a white guy with a GED. So it, it, right. as you mentioned, there's so many ways to put it. Working harder does not get us the same results. We can't outwork discrimination. And this is just one example of it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Attorney McCoy, we know that uh, the uh, median household net worth for a white family is about eight times that of an African-American family. Now, it's not because white people work eight times harder. It's not because they're eight times smarter. It's because of laws and policies and, and a history in this country that has maldistributed wealth, power, and resources into the hands of Europeans. Now, uh, to be fair, uh, I, I talked about this at the beginning of this segment. I'm going to come to you again, Attorney McCoy. Uh, in a statement, Navy federal spokesperson Bill uh, Pearson defended the credit union's lending practices. And he said that the CNN analysis, quote, does not accurately reflect our practices, end quote, because it did not account for, quote, major criteria required by any financial institution to approve a mortgage loan, end quote. Those factors included credit score, available cash deposits, and relationship history with lender. Um, so talk about um, what that means. Is that a good argument? Because we, th there's a huge history and discrimination when it comes to African-Americans getting home mortgages, refinancing home mortgages. And also, if you look at the research from the Brookings Institute a few years ago, Andre Perry, uh, African-American homes are valued collectively at $156 billion less than comparable white homes. Talk about that, Attorney McCoy. So, first of all, if the question is, is that a good argument, my, my response is no. Uh, I think that we've already seen that even with similar similarly situated credit scores, they're still not going to be the same acceptance for uh, mortgage applications uh, across these different uh, across different racial metrics. Um, I think on top of that, if, if there are other factors that he's saying that uh, Navy Federal is using to differentiate, we should be able to know what those factors are. And I think one of the problems is that right now there's no federal law that allows us to really find out what the internal mechanism is for, for credit unions. Um, to be able to make these uh, decisions. So he can kind of hide his hand at the same time as trying to kind of toe the company line. Um, what I will say, though, is nothing that he's doing is uncommon, or nothing that AV Federal Credit Union is accused of doing is uncommon. All, all of the banks have disparities, just not in this great of a proportion for 2023. And so it, these are things that, as we've mentioned before, if we are unable to access home ownership and develop from the appreciated value of the, that home ownership, wealth that we can pass down to other generations or use to start our own businesses or use to send kids to college or whatever the case may be, then it's furthermore a thumb on the scale of trying to get, uh, trying to achieve 
uh, income equality. Absolutely. And uh, very quick before we wrap up this segment, uh, Attorney McCoy, if you could just take a quick minute and talk about what can the Department of Justice, for instance, do when we have proven, not just a study, but an investigation and then proven evidence of discrimination? What type of legal action can be taken? If you can talk about that for maybe about a minute, about 60 seconds. Well, certainly that would be a violation of several federal policies. So one would be a federal, uh, the, the Fair Housing Act. One would be uh, truth in lending. If you're finding that there are deceptive ways that they're trying to connect people with lending practices, or if they're trying to deny you for some standard that is not necessarily incorporated into any of the mortgage application uh, evaluation processes. Uh, but the problem for that is these are federal statutes for which you have to sue, which means you probably have to get an attorney, which means that's going to cost more money to bring the action forward and to get the justice that you're seeking from a court system, which a lot of people just don't have the resource to do, particularly if they're seeking a mortgage to buy a home. Okay, thank you. You're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. We'll be right back. Grow your business or career with Grow with Google's. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Wide range of online courses, digital training, and tools. 
Gain in-demand job skills with flexible online training programs designed to put you on the fast track to jobs in high growth fields. No experience is necessary. Learn at your own pace. Complete the online certificate program on your own terms. Stand out to employers, get on a path to in-demand jobs and connect with top employers who are currently hiring. Take one professional career certificate program or all six. Earn a Google Career Certificate to prepare for a job in a high-growth field like data analytics, project management, UX design, cybersecurity, and more. All professional career certificate programs must be completed by December 31, 2024. Scan the QR code to complete the application. There are 1,000 scholarships available. Grow with Google and J. Hood and Associates. Be job ready and qualify for in-demand jobs. When you talk about blackness and what happens in black culture, we're about covering these things that matter to us, uh, speaking to our issues and concerns. This is a genuine people-powered movement. There's a lot of stuff that we're not getting. You get it, and you spread the word. We wish to plead our own cause to long have others spoken for us. We cannot tell our own story if we can't pay for it. This is about uh, covering us. Invest in Black-owned media. Your dollars matter. We don't have to keep asking them to cover our stuff. So please support us in what we do, folks. We want to hit 2,000 people, $50 this month, raise $100,000. We're behind 100000 so we want to hit that. Y'all money makes this possible. Checks and money orders go to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037-0196. The cash app is dollar sign RM Unfiltered. PayPal is R Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zelle is rolling at rollingsmartin.com. Me, Sherry Shepard, and you know what you're watching, Roland Martin Unfiltered. Andre Jones has been missing from his Washington, D.C. home since December 6, 2023. The 14-year-old is about 5 feet 8 inches tall. He weighs 120 pounds with black hair and brown eyes. He was last seen wearing a pink shirt, black jeans, and a blue jacket. Anyone with information about Andre Jones is urged to call D.C.'s Metropolitan Police Department Youth and Family Services Division at 202-576-6768. An Alabama family is seeking $36 million in damages against the city of Mobile related to the July 2nd death of Jawan Dallas. On July 1st, Mobile police officers mistook 36-year-old Jawan Dallas for a burglary suspect. The wrongful death lawsuit claims the unnamed officers displayed, quote, willful, malicious, wanton, reckless, and fraudulent conduct towards Jawan Dallas. The two officers in the city are accused of depriving Dallas, uh, Jawan Dallas, quote, of his life and his rights under the United States Constitution, end quote. The lawsuit alleges that Dallas, quote, was accosted, beaten, and excessively tased, and that he was under no suspicion of committing any criminal activity, end quote. 
Juwan Dallas, who was 36 years old, died on July 2nd in Mobile, uh, Alabama, from injuries sustained during an altercation with police, who tased him multiple times during his arrest. The family has viewed the body cam footage, but it has not been publicly released. The family of a Chicago woman whose frozen body was discovered inside a Rosemont Hotel's walk-in freezer will receive more than $6 million in a settlement. 19-year-old Kanika Jenkins was found dead in the Crown Plaza Hotel in September 2017 after she had been missing for nearly a day. A lawsuit against the hotel, the hotel security contractor, and a restaurant allegedly leasing the space initially sought more than $50 million in damages. The parties settled in October of 2023, though the terms were sealed until Tuesday. It took authorities almost a day to locate Kanika Jenkins' body after she disappeared in the early morning of September 9th, 2017. I'm going to go to my panel with these two stories. I'm going to go to you first, Dr. Avis Jones, the Weaver. Um, what are your thoughts on these two stories? And as far as Kanika Jenkins, I remember when it happened. I remember the effort of the mass protests in Chicago to get answers behind uh, her death, et cetera. But, but give us your thoughts on these two stories. Well, I'm glad that they did reach a settlement uh, in that um, very tragic case. Uh, it was just completely tragic. It's horrible that, that what happened to her. Um, but I am definitely hoping that, uh, you know, the families, at least this will help them a little bit in that grieving process to know that there is some level uh, of justice with that situation. Uh, in terms of the, the previous case, I would just say that it's just, once again, it is just so tragic that it seems as if we're just in a space in this country where these tragedies just keep happening. And to see how life uh, is so fragile and things can happen to people and all of a sudden there is very, it becomes very hard oftentimes to get answers. I, I just feel so bad uh, for families who sometimes have to wait years uh, to get the whole story and to ultimately receive some manner of justice to allow them to move on. Absolutely. Uh, Attorney McCoy, give us your thoughts on these two cases. So both of these situations are incredibly sad. Now, I'll start with the situation in Chicago. Um, I remember that case, uh, and I remember that there was a lot of concern about how could this have happened and why can't we have any kind of conclusive answer. And so while I know that no amount of money will ever be sufficient to bring back or to recover the life that you are, are deprived of, uh, I am happy to see that there has been at least some degree of accountability uh, to put some degree of closure on that case. Um, as far as the Georgia case, so I was, uh, in, in reading that, I was shocked to learn that uh, one, of, one of my good friends, Harry Daniels, is the attorney on that case. And I know Harry okay. uh, personally. He's, he's going to fight for that. Um, and so I think that even though we might not have a, uh, the videotape public right now, uh, I think that before long, it's going to be it's going to be available. And I think that they're ultimately going to have to meet him either in the courtroom or at a settlement table and uh, and try to deal with the ramifications of what was on that video. OK, thank you. Um, you know, Avis, oftentimes when um, African-American women 
are the um, victims of violence or end up dead. Um, it's hard, sometimes it's hard to find out exactly what happened, uh, or and in, in sometimes there could be a lack of desire to prioritize that death. Uh, now, in, in this case here, the Cook County Medical Examiner ruled that Kanika Jenkins died of hypothermia, though alcohol and a and a drug used to treat treat epilepsy and migraines were quote significant contributing factors. Uh, end quote. A Cook County judge uh, has dismissed the case. Court, uh, court records show. So, it, talk about um, for a minute. Um, the importance of getting justice for uh, African-American women when, when it comes to various cases like this, either in, uh, in um, a civil lawsuit or a criminal case. We just talked about Breonna Taylor, still trying to get mm -hmm. justice for Breonna Taylor. Talk about that for a minute, please. Yeah, I mean, these are just reflections of the degree to which black, black life in general is not valued in this country and black women's lives specifically. Uh, is not held in high value in this country. And it happens when you have tragedies like this, where Black women end up dead, and there doesn't seem to be the same level of vigor, oftentimes related with the investigations around it. It also happens when Black women are missing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the search for them is not prioritized. Um, it, is, it is just a sad reality that in this life, in this in this specific country, black life uh, and black women's lives um, do not raise to the top of priorities of our law enforcement forces. It does not raise to top priority uh, of those who are doing investigations in the aftermath of tragedies like this. It does not raise to top um, to a top level of wanting to uh, handle with care in terms of just interactions with human beings as a result of similarly to what happened with Breonna Taylor. So it, right. it is a broader reflection of the degree to which this country uh, continues to devalue and deprioritize black life. Absolutely. Well, when we say black lives matter, black women's lives matter also. Mm -hmm. Roland Martin and Filter will be right back here on the Black Star Network. the next A Balanced Life with me, Dr. Jackie. How big a role does fear play in your life? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Your relationship to it and how to deal with it can be the difference between living a healthy life, a balanced life, or a miserable one. Whenever the power of fear comes along, you need to put yourself in that holding pattern and breathe, examine, find out if there's something that your survival instinct requires you to either fight or take flight. Facing your fears and making them work for you instead of against you. That's all next on A Balanced Life on Black Star Network. I'm Faraji Muhammad, live from L.A., and this is The Culture. The Culture is a two-way conversation. You and me, we talk about the stories, politics, the good, the bad, and the downright ugly. So join our community every day at 3 p.m. Eastern and let your voice be heard. Hey, we're all in this together, so let's talk about it and see what kind of trouble we can get into. It's The Culture, weekdays at 3, only on the Black Star Network. Next, on The Black Table, with me, Greg Carr. We featured the brand new work of Professor Angie Porter, which, simply put, is a revolutionary reframing of the African experience in this country. It's the one legal article everyone, and I mean everyone, should read. Professor Porter and Dr. Valethea Watkins, our legal roundtable team, join us to explore the paper that I guarantee is going to prompt a major aha moment in our culture. You crystallize it by saying, who are we to other people? Who are African people to others? Governance is our thing. Who are we to each other? The structures we create for ourselves, how we order the universe as African people. That's next on The Black Table, here on The Black Star Network. I'm Dee Barnes, and on the next Frequency, Professor Janelle Hobson joins us to talk about hip-hop and its intersection with feminism and racial equality, plus her enlightening work with Ms. Magazine and how the great Harriet Tugman connects with women in hip-hop. So it was not hard for me to go from Harriet Tubman to hip-hop, honestly, because it is a legacy of uh, Black women's resistance and Black women supporting our community. That's what Harriet Tubman did. That's on the Frequency on the Black Star Network. Hey, it's John Murray, the executive producer of the new Sherry Shepard Talk Show. You're watching Roland Mark. Unfiltered.
A Virginia judge says Governor Glenn Youngkin's office does not have to release the criteria for restoring voting rights to returning citizens. The Virginia State Conference NAACP filed the suit to compel the governor's office to hand over the criteria for how the governor's office determined whose rights would be restored. Under Virginia law, anyone convicted of a felony is stripped of their voting rights and cannot get them back after serving, uh, after serving their sentence without action from the governor's office. Previous governors from both parties streamlined the restoration process, but Governor Glenn Youngkin's team goes about it on a case-by-case -case basis, citing state law that gives the governor sole discretion. The University of Wisconsin System Board of Regents has voted to accept a deal with GOP lawmakers to cut back diversity initiatives in exchange for state funding. University system officials said that the agreement allows for more than $800 million for several initiatives, including pay raises and projects. In return, the university will freeze the number of diversity, equity, and inclusion positions, also known as DEI. The system will also, quote, realign, end quote, dozens of diversity, equity, and inclusion jobs through restructuring, quote, restructuring and reimagining of the DEI function, end quote, according to the Board of Regents meeting book, according to the Board of Regents meeting book. The vote in Wisconsin comes as DEI university programs are being cut nationwide. Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers, a Democrat, expressed disappointment over the board's decision. In a written statement, Governor Tony Evers said, quote, the vote today represents a vast overreach by a group of Republicans who've grown exceedingly comfortable overextending, manipulating, and abusing their power to control, subvert, and obstruct basic functions of government, end quote. He went on to say, quote, I am disappointed and frustrated with this result, this proposal and the process that led up to this point. It is also my expectation that every individual who promised in this process that the important work of building diversity, equity, and inclusion, and uh, making sure our campuses are welcoming and work for everyone would not be diminished by this action. By this action, we'll be working in earnest to make good on that commitment. And I'm going to make damn sure that they do, end quote. That's Governor Tony Evers of Wisconsin. I'm going to go to my panel on these two stories. Uh, I'm going to start with you first, uh, Attorney McCoy. Uh, give us your take on these two stories, especially dealing with uh, what, what's known as felony disenfranchisement, when you lose your right to vote uh, because of a, uh, a felony conviction uh, here in Georgia. Talk about that, please. So one of the things about the Virginia case that was interesting is that this was actually uh, something that was thrown out on a procedural issue. Um, the, the understanding here is that the governor created a certain list of criteria for which he's going to evaluate anyone who's applying to be able to be reinstated for uh, voting. 
The problem is that criteria isn't transparent and everybody doesn't know. So the NAACP was trying to kind of find out what is that criteria. And, you know, I hate to take it back to voting, but essentially this does go back to voting. The governor has certain exclusive powers that just fall within that executive branch. And so what the court is saying is essentially the governor made the program. It's his, it's within his powers and within his branch. There's nothing that the judiciary can really do to compel him to reveal what this criteria is. And I know, you know, we can say that it's not fair, it's not right, but I think these are things that you have to hold leadership accountable for when you see them on the ballot. So now we know he has no intention of releasing what his criteria for reinstatement is. You have to factor that in when you go to vote uh, the next time he's up for election. Absolutely. Well, elections have consequences, and it looks like Governor Glenn Youngkin Avis is saying it's my prerogative, not to uh, quote Bobby Brown, but it sounds like this is what he's saying. Um, you know, I, I remember in the, um, I think it was 2022, uh, 2022, I think it was Governor Glenn Youngkin was uh, elected. Former Governor Terry McAuliffe ran and lost. He's a Democrat. Um, and even though uh, Terry McAuliffe did not reach out to the African-American community, as it was talked about here on Roland Martin Unfiltered, um, there's, we still also have to stop threats. We still also have to stop threats that are, are uh, clear and present dangers, okay? So talk about uh, either one of these stories that you uh, want to discuss or both, uh, Avis. Sure. Well, about Youngkin super quickly, and it was also interesting that you might recall in his campaign, he made attacks against critical race theory you know, the, the, yes. what they define as critical race theory, uh, the center of his campaign. That was one of the issues that I believe um, hurt uh, Terry McAuliffe uh, when he was asked about that and how Youngkin was really sort of um, creating his, um, you know, right-wing bona fides was, by jumping on the bandwagon of that at the time. Yeah, so, it was dealing with parents' rights involved in education, yes. Absolutely. Uh, attacking our history history and all, and all of that. And so mm -hmm. it is sad that um, given given that, you know, people should have known that, uh, you know, what his priorities are uh, and um, should have had a clue as to what some of the things that would happen once he's in there. So I'm not surprised that we're seeing that. But I am glad to say that with the most recent elections uh, in Virginia, he's lost all Democrats have retaken control of the um, State House and Senate, so they can help to mitigate some of the damage that he could have been doing. However, this issue is very clear. There needs to be transparency there, absolutely, because uh, it allows him to claim to be, uh, you know, moving in the direction of legally what he's supposed to do. But without that transparency, uh, he can just say, "Well, nobody's approved, and there's no way for you to to know." Okay. Um, generally speaking, though, this is this is just another example of why it's important that we focus on uh, leadership, what's going to happen in elections, uh, every election, not just the presidential election. Uh, but yes. as was mentioned earlier, all the way down to your you know, school board dog catcher, we need to make sure that our voices are heard. Absolutely. Um, uh, you know, Attorney McCoy, um, oftentimes I talk about um, how we need to stop telling African-Americans to exercise their right to vote. I tell people, if you want to exercise, you go to the gym and work out. You don't vote for exercise, you vote for power. You vote for black power. 
Uh, politics is the legal distribution of scarce wealth, power, and resources, and the writing of laws, statutes, ordinances, amendments, and treaties, their adoption, interpretation, and enforcement. And when we look at the history of felony disenfranchisement laws, we, we see them uh, definitely starting um, right after the Civil War ends. We look at Florida, their 1868 state constitution. They imposed a felony disenfranchisement law uh, where you lost your right to vote for life. And this is at a time when African Americans made up 48 percent of the state population of Florida, and they they talked about how they feared a Negro legislature. They feared African-Americans voting, and former slave owners then have to abide by laws that former slaves are voting on and getting elected into um, uh, public office and passing laws that white people have to uh, abide by. Talk about the need for us to have a better understanding of consequences when it comes to elections and these felony disenfranchisement laws. Well, mainly um, the the one thing I want to say is all vote all voting matters, right? And so yes. not just federal, not just state, local as well. But there is a demographic of our population who, depending on the state that you're in, have already been deprived of their ability to vote, despite the fact that they've already repaid their debt to society, uh, and all they are looking for is to be reinstated. And there is a vested interest by one side of the aisle to keep them from being reinstated because we know typically how people in that demographic are going to vote. And if the numbers on one side increase and they're not in your favor, you're going to enact laws and rules that are going to either inhibit their ability to vote or reduce the power of their vote, right? So it is important. It's vastly important, particularly when we look at that in conjunction with um, how we have established criminal statutes to criminalize things that, you know, crime happens in all communities, but it's more so about where are the police looking to go pick up people for crime. And we know that the police are going to be disproportionately in communities like ours um, solely for this fact. So it's kind of a bookend in and of a sense to keep us in one place uh, when in actuality all of these elections matter and all of the people who have a ability to vote Absolutely. And just as a footnote, I want everybody to check out this article from NBCnews.com. Most states disenfranchise felon felons. Maine and Vermont allow inmates to vote from prison. And this is something a lot of people don't know. When you study the history of felony disenfranchisement laws, and I have because I teach a lot of this history, um, it, it largely had to do with African-American populations and trying to keep African-Americans from voting, especially African-American men, after the 15th Amendment of 1870. Right now in Maine and Vermont, uh, if you are a convicted felon sitting in prison, you can vote from prison. And the reason why is because Maine and Vermont historically did not have large African-American populations. Okay, so we have to understand how all this works and understand elections have consequences. Uh, I want to go to this next story here quickly. Uh, the attorney generals in Massachusetts and New Hampshire are turning the tables on a white nationalist group. John Formella of New Hampshire and Massachusetts of Andrea Joy Campbell filed a civil rights violations lawsuit against NSC 131 and two of its leaders, Christopher Hood and Liam McNeil, accusing the group of engaging, quote, in violent, threatening, and intimidating conduct that violated state civil rights laws and unlawfully interfered with public safety, end quote. According to the complaints, the group repeatedly targeted drag story hours, attempting to shut down the events and attacking members of the public. The group also targeted 
migrant shelters in Massachusetts from October 2022 and October 2023, prosecutors allege. A New Jersey man whose racist rant went viral back in 2021 will spend eight years in prison for harassing and using racial slurs against his neighbors. According to court documents released by the Burlington County Prosecutor's Office, Edward C. Matthews pleaded guilty to four counts of bias, intimidation, and possessing a controlled dangerous substance with intent to distribute. In 2021, a resident filed a harassment complaint against him for shooting, throwing rocks, and smearing feces on cars in his neighborhood. Sounds like a good upstanding citizen. When officers arrived, they found Matthews using racial slurs while engaging in a verbal altercation with four residents. Matthews, who has been in custody since his arrest, will get credit for the time he's already served and will be eligible for parole in about 16 months. You're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. We'll be right back. I'm Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach. And on the next Get Wealthy, what do the ultra-wealthy know that most of us don't? Well, the truth is that there is financial exclusion. And unfortunately, far too many Black folks haven't had access to this knowledge. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about on our next Get Wealthy with Melinda Hightower, a banker who's doing something to share exactly what you need to do to make it into the high net worth status. They weren't just saving just to save. They were saving for a purpose. That's right here on Get Wealthy with me, America's Wealth Coach, only on Black Star Network. Hatred on the streets, a horrific scene, a white nationalist rally that descended into deadly violence. White people are losing their damn minds. An angry pro-Trump mob storms the U.S. Capitol. We're about to see the rise of what I call white minority resistance. We have seen white folks in this country who simply cannot tolerate black folks voting. I think what we're seeing is the inevitable result of violent denial. This is part of American history. Every time that people of color have made progress, whether real or symbolic, there has been what Carol Anderson at Emory University calls white rage as a backlash. This is the rise of the Proud Boys and the Boogaloo Boys. America, there's going to be more of this. Here's all the Proud Boys, guys. This country is getting increasingly racist in its behaviors and its attitudes because of the fear of white people. The fear that they're taking our jobs, they're taking our resources, they're taking our women. This is white fear.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Me, Sherry Shepard, with Sammy Roman. I'm Dr. Robin B., pharmacist and fitness coach, and you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. I want to go back to my panel uh, regarding those two stories that uh, I just introduced. And I want to start with Attorney McCoy uh, first. Uh, give us your thoughts, especially dealing with uh, the story out of Massachusetts, the Attorney Generals of Massachusetts and New Hampshire uh, uh, turning the tables on uh, white supremacists. And this de deals with a civil rights violation. Talk, uh, talk about that for a minute, please, Attorney McCoy. So one of the things that I wanted to note on that story is that the attorney general there is Andrea Campbell. Uh, this is a black woman uh, who is the attorney mm -hmm. general. And I know we keep hammering this, but this is why it's important uh, for you to vote, because the attorney general is usually somebody who is either voted or who is appointed. Uh, and so in her being here, she's recognizing uniquely that there's a violation of Massachusetts state civil rights law uh, that this group seems to be engaged in. Uh, there also seems to be some disruption in, I guess, the drag performances, which is something that I think has been commonplace throughout the nation. Uh, there's an orchestrated attempt uh, to try to stop particularly members of the LGBTQ community from engaging in this, this kind of work. 
And what has been happening is for so long in so many states, nobody was really doing anything except lip service and saying, okay, well, uh, we, we would appreciate if you not come. She's taking it a step further and saying, no, these are actually violations of rights that we have on the books in Massachusetts, and we plan to enforce them. So I think um, all this stuff comes back to the fact that the people who are in these positions of power matter. Absolutely. Um, Avis, I know oftentimes we have economic empowerment gurus who say things like, well, we don't need to vote. We don't need to get involved in politics. We just need to do economic empowerment like the Asians. Uh, you've probably helped more African-Americans uh, scale their businesses up. I see you talking about the type of deals your clients get. You're, you're the real deal, okay? <laughs> I, I know, like, some of the other people out there, but you're the real deal. And I have a background in business. I've managed African-American-owned companies that had uh, government contracts, city of Detroit, County Wayne, state of Michigan. We had African-American employees, et cetera. Um, talk Talk about either one of these stories uh, uh, that you want to discuss. Yeah. Well, so what I was going to say is, if, we, if we're going to talk about this as well, just uh, in terms of the civil rights focus and why it's important to have people uh, in positions of power that can hold others' feet to the fire. It can be with regards to this uh, national, to this white nationalist organization, but also when we're talking about what the government does. The reason why um, voting matters and can be something that you can intertwine with your economic power is that people who are in office get to create scenarios where they can either appoint individuals or they pass laws that can impact their lives in numerous ways. This is just one example. But think about how um, you can have certain programs that are like, for example, with this administration that are meant to expand opportunities for black businesses. You know, yes. it, it, Economic empowerment is critically important, um, but political power is important too, and the two actually work synergistically together. Uh, so I would say, yes, go out there, get your business up, make your money, okay? But uh, there are lots of things that government can do to make that even an easier process, number one. And also we have to think about, you have to live in a nation where you want your rights to be protected, because I can tell you, um, you can make all the money in the world, but if you found yourself in a very precarious situation, uh, you, you don't want, for example, white nationalists to be running amok. You want to be able, right. if you're a woman, to have control over your body. Uh, you want to be able to have control over your life. And I find that who is in office has a big impact on all of these things that impact our lives potentially in either very negative or positive ways. Absolutely. Well, as somebody myself who has a degree in business administration, who taught entrepreneurship for seven years, who managed a business consulting, an African-American-owned business consulting company for seven years, and was also involved in writing public policy for the city of Detroit, I can see how uh, laws and policies and politics shape your economic empowerment. This is what people have to understand, okay? 14 million jobs created, 14 million plus jobs, about 3.7% unemployment rate. You had supply chain issues a couple of years ago that's been taken care of. So uh, a lot of times people, uh, and I'm coming to you um, for another legal analysis on this, Attorney McCoy, a lot of times people think that uh, your economic empowerment operates in a vacuum and it's not impacted by laws and policies. That's totally incorrect. Would you rather have 14 million plus jobs and 4.5 uh, 4.5 million net job gain or lose 14 million jobs as well? So talk about this um, as well from 
uh, a, a legal perspective and whatever legal analysis uh, you want to uh, weigh in on this as well, dealing with, in, in your experience, uh, from the housing sector as well, how uh, if we look at increasing interest rates, for instance, how that impacts African-Americans' ability to buy homes, and then going back to the story from CNN analysis, how we're negatively impacted when it comes time to try to uh, get mortgages for home, from homes. We're negatively impacted by uh, discrimination when it comes to business, et cetera. Give us your analysis to wrap up this discussion. So there, there's so much to discuss there. So I think, first of all, interest rates oftentimes are going to be a huge hindrance for people who are trying to borrow in order to buy a home. So if you're independently wealthy, interest rate may not necessarily mean as much. Uh, but most people do not have independent wealth to be able to buy a home. The golden rule has always been 20% down for a home. But if the, the home prices are continuing to go up, as they have been, uh, you're going to be asking the bank for more and more money, and they're going to establish more and more interest. Furthermore, we also have a historical precedent that banks have seen opportunities to also treat these in predatory fashion. So it's one of those situations where they say, well, how bad do you want it? If you want it bad enough, you'll pay this exorbitant interest rate, which also causes problems because, say, you do get in the home, and then because of the interest rate or because of an increasing interest rate over time, you're unable to maintain and hold the home. That home can be taken back from you through the process of foreclosure. So it is very important for people to understand kind of the roles that all these things play um, in, in, uh, in not just your, your ability to go vote, but your ability to pass down generational wealth. Because I think everybody at least tacitly wants to leave their offspring, the next generation, in a better financial position uh, than what it is that they inherited. And the only way that you're going to be able to do that is to make sure that you're maximizing your opportunities to engage in commerce and engage in home ownership uh, and, and be able to provide that for your kids. Absolutely. Well, as, as I explained to my students, um, if you think that uh, laws and policies don't impact your business, then you try to open up a restaurant. You're going to be regulated by the health department. That's government. Uh, if you want to sell alcohol in your restaurant, you have to get a liquor license. That's from state government. Uh, and the health department is going to come and check uh, to make sure that uh, your your restaurant is clean. It's going to make sure that you meet certain safety standards. Uh, also, when it comes to buying food, then that food is going to be inspected by the Food and Drug Administration. That's another, another government entity. And your restaurant is also governed by zoning laws from the city. That's another government entity. So you can think that you can do economic empowerment and not deal with politics, but you're going to find that you're sorely mistaken. The last story that we'll look at today, for uh, a black man will serve on Louisiana's U.S. Western District Court for the first time after the Senate confirmed two of Democratic President Joe Biden's Louisiana judicial nominations. Shreveport, Louisiana's Jerry Edwards Jr. was confirmed in a 66 to 24 vote. Edwards will serve in Alexandria when he takes his seat on the bench. Edwards has served as the first assistant U.S. attorney in the Western District in Shreveport since 2022. Before that, Edwards served as chief of the civil division from 2020 to 2022 after joining the office as an assistant U.S. attorney in 2019. I'm going to come to you, Attorney McCoy, for a one-minute quick analysis of this. Give us your thoughts on this, please. 
So it's always good to see somebody um, uh, reach a judiciary with support, with overwhelming support. That doesn't happen often, particularly for a, a black person becoming a federal judge. And as we talked about before, this is a federal judge appointment, so he will have that for life. Um, so this is a great day uh, for the state of Louisiana and for the federal government. Absolutely. And Avis, give us 30 seconds uh, on this. Uh, anything you want to say on this story? Well, I would just say black judges matter. I mean, uh, it is very important uh, that we have uh, representation here because, um, as we see, our rights are under attack. And so it's very important that we have uh, people in position that will likely look out for our rights rather than uh, attempt to take them away from us. Absolutely. Well, that's going to do it for us today. I'm Michael M. Hotep sitting in for the one and only Roland Martin. Thanks, Roland, for letting me guest host. Thanks, Carol, for helping me out as well. And the entire um, Black Star Network team uh, there in the control room. Um, have everybody have a great weekend. Blue Five Go Mob to my brothers of Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you next time. Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.